is the soggy diet a, a thing? I mean, if you don't have teeth, maybe. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are, another week in the off season. I know we've been taking a break, but here we are back. I'm Chuck. I'm here with Chris. What's going on? How are you doing today, my man? You know, I am doing very well. I on the walk home, I saw a uh, two dollar taco Tuesday at this at the me- Mexican restaurant down the street. Okay. And first off, that's that's a great deal. Two dollar, like local, handmade tortilla with with El Pastor meat. I mean, that's you can't beat two dollars. Yeah, I mean. The only thing cheaper than that is a like a one fifty Taco Bell taco, and there's no way it's better than that. Exactly, and so I was eating them, and I had I had really hot salsa going on. And what what I don't understand is is when I'm eating hot salsa, and I'm like, this is this is too much, this is too much. My first instinct is to shovel like five more chips. Covered in the salsa into my mouth. Like the chips are magically going to just take away the burn. Yeah, but the I'm dipping the chips too. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> here's some more salsa. Oh, wait, no, this is hot. More chips. Right. And I'm just, I'm just like, if I can drown more salsa in, I think I'm going to like get used to it <laughs> and acclimate. Just build a tolerance up to the salsa. Because I feel like if you, if you just stop... Then your your whole mouth is just like, what have we done? Yeah, you gotta finish the meal first. Like it's just power through, <laughs> yeah. get to the end, and then deal with the consequences. And I've always like, like I was like, I mean, I had two tacos left. As I'm sitting there, I'm like, this was too hot. I'm I'm in trouble here. And I was thinking, like, no one ever just runs out of the restaurant. Yeah. Well, that would be like a dine and ditch situation. No, I'm saying I, I already paid. Okay. I paid at the counter. They brought the food out. An oh, option, gotcha. a, a realistic option in that moment is just sprinting, like sprinting to the grocery store and getting a, a carton of milk. Yeah. And good, nobody, good choice. No, nobody, nobody does it. Well, you just man up and deal with it until you get wow. home and you can cry alone. <laughs> That's so how, that's how a man does. It. That's how a father does it. Well, I guess the real question is, how many tacos did Chris O'Brien have at Taco Tuesday? Well, I mean, one thing to factor in, you know that I'm cheap. True, but so it was two dollars. Two dollars. Where are you going to set the line at? Well, I think I know what you did. I think you bought yourself some tacos for now, and you also bought yourself some tacos for later. Interesting. Interesting. So, I'm going to say you ate four You're gonna hit ta- me with I'm going to say four tacos. You're going to hit me with the two, too, aren't you? I think you ate four tacos, but you bought six. Interesting. I thought you were going to say I, I ate two, brought home two, the, the tall, skinny man option. Well, no, because I'm basing my theory off of the fact that you did your two-thirds diet and it was dinner time. <laughs> Great callback, <laughs> Chuck. 
You know what? I'm actually going to do a promotion right here, right now. Wow, that was fast. Right here, right now. Whoever tweets us, emails us, any other form of us. Get in contact. And correctly, correctly guesses how many tacos that I ate either there or brought home. Whoever gets that number correctly... We're going to send you 10 bucks. There we go. I love it. High, high stakes, $10. I love it. What that I mean, that's a meal. That's a that's meal. A, that's a good meal. You know, good lunch. Some would say five tacos at that place. Some would say that. Others would say, you know, two $5 footlongs <laughs> that don't exist Some anymore. Some say that. How, how pathetic was that when Subway was like, uh, wait, wait. six... It's six dollars now. Yeah, like it took him how long to figure out that it was like a bad, like they were losing money, <laughs> right? But you, you can't do two years of five, five dollar, five dollar foot long. You, you can't do that for, yeah, right. Like forget what we built this entire thing off of. Like and that was Subway a thing before the five dollar foot long? Like, I certainly don't remember a day before then. I mean, so Jared, Jared put Subway on the map, but I, I still, I think at that point in time it was like, all right, they do these supposedly healthy sandwiches, and you know, if I have a middle school basketball game, I'll <laughs> get, get I'll the go. foot the six footer, right. But but I think you might be right. I think the five dollar foot long brought a ton of energy back into the franchise. Yeah. Well, you know, we are a basketball podcast, so I thought That's true. I was sitting there. I had a low blood sugar today, and I'm okay. sitting at my uh, dinner table, I'm eating a bowl of cereal, and I realized there's this conundrum that I have, and I pretty sure it's not just me but it's the you fill a bowl with cereal and then you fill it with milk Mm -hmm. i'm not a milk drinker so i get to the i finish the cereal and there's a bunch of milk left so then i pour more cereal in the bowl to finish the milk Mm. and then i get to a point where i don't have any milk but i have cereal so then you put the milk on top of the the cereal and it's just this ever rotating thing before it's either do have i finished the gallon of milk or have i finished the box of cereal (laughs) and i was thinking i'm trying to think i'm like this is this is kind of funny like maybe i'll bring it up and i'm like how do i bring this to basketball and i was like you Mm -hmm. know it kind of reminds me of like the situation of a player that leaves college to test the nba draft (laughs) I want to see how you tie this back. <laughs> so the player leaves and it's like, well, you know, it's kind of like this, the college is the milk and the player leaving is the cereal. Okay. And so you go test it out. <laughs> you finish yep. the cereal and oh wait, the milk's still there. Everything didn't work out with the cereal. But you gotta finish the the milk, so you the cereal goes back into the milk, and then you finish the milk, and then the cereal's there. What does it do? Oh, now it's time to go to the NBA. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's a loose metaphor, but it's 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 incredibly loose. I'm not against it, <laughs> but like the cereal is obviously the better of the two. I think you right. could never. So you know that's the NBA, but you have this great right. this great you know structure of what cereal is. Like, what is cereal without milk? Right. You can't go to the NBA these days without going to college. So, yeah, and it's it's an interesting thing because in a bowl of cereal, obviously cereal is is the more important thing, but by itself, a glass of milk is better than like a glass of dry cereal. Well, you give me some cinnamon toast crunch dry, man. I'm gonna go well, to town l- on that. Listen now, listen, listen. Is that cinnamon like the toast Kobe crunch. Bryant of? Uh... Yeah, you can't cinnamon toast crunch. You can't put into the same category as dry cereal it just it's so much better served dry yeah because when it's wet it's just see i'm not a soggy cereal fan now my wife likes soggy cereal and i don't understand it it does not make sense to me yeah well i there's a lot there's a lot to unpack on on soggy cereal or or weird milk habits in general yeah. Um, I remember seeing in college, I'm not going to say their names. I don't want to call them out on this very public broadcast. <laughs> hey, we're getting there. But we went and we got a thing. Was that a fart? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to hide a burp, but my lips like uh. <laughs> moved. Oh, sorry. Cut that. I thought that was a live fart. No, oh, Okay. Um, so, so go back. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we we went out. We got a thing of Oreos. They had just debuted the not the double stuff, but like the the triple double. Okay. So it was like the Big Mac of Oreo. There were there oh, was a, gotcha, gotcha. A, you know, divider in the middle. Yeah. And we went out, rushed out, got all of that, poured big glasses of milk, and the two guys just like they dropped cookies into the glass of milk and just let them float and soak and then took them out i was like and i was in the minority in that group i was the only one out of three people that's not doing not doing this move i'm just doing the the traditional dunk which i assume is what everyone did yeah i is this soggy is the soggy diet a thing i mean if you don't have teeth maybe it's a, it's a nursing home special. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was it was something I'd not, not seen before. And, and actually, jumping to another, uh, it's not really a soggy question, but corn on the cob. Okay. When you're buttering it, do you like, you know, take a little bit of butter and then? you know, spread it on top of the corn or do you take the corn and roll it on top of the, the butter? Like it's a freaking bread, bread rolling pin. <laughs> well, if it's my own, like say it's just me and my wife, like yeah. sure. I'll just, I'll have a butter stick for corn. Like in the summer, you just have that butter, that corn butter. <laughs> <laughs> give me that corn butter. <laughs> give me that stick of corn butter. Um, but you know, the civil, person in me would say you take butter and you apply it with a knife 
you know. So you tell are you telling me that there's a stick of butter in your fridge in the summer months that's like in a U shape because <laughs> cause it just gets rolled out for the, the the corn roller? I mean, I'm gonna leave it up to mystery. Okay. Is it is it not? You'll never know. <laughs> Well, I guess that's a pretty good segue into uh, what our <laughs> what our topic is going to be for today, you know, 15 minutes in. So, this weekend, it's Mother's Day weekend, Cannon wanted flowers put in the flower beds, so I went to Menards, and I left with a grill and a patio set, mm. and f- like seven flowers. So, I get the flowers planted, I build my patio set, and then I get to the main event, I build the grill. I've never used a propane grill before. I've always been a charcoal man. And don't get me wrong, I love charcoal. The taste, the smell, it's great. But man, I've used this grill now like four times this week. And there's nothing better than you turn it on and you're good to go. And so it got me thinking. We've, We've mentioned it numerous times. I think it's time to do the barbecue bracket. Wow. And we're not going to mess with 64 teams. Forget that stuff. We're not even going to do 38-16. Forget it. We're going straight to the lead eight, the heavy hitters yep. of barbecue. Yep. Now, Chuck, I want I want one clarification because, you know, similar to the, the different ways to, to dunk an Oreo or different ways to butter a, a roll of corn, a lot of people, when they say barbecue – they say barbecue as if that means the grill. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a culture in, you know, Midland, Michigan, where Represent. a grill is a grill and barbecue is a type of food. Correct. I mean, I don't, so, I don't ever think of the word barbecue meaning an act of making food. Right. But some people say it. So are you saying like, steak barbecue food or just like grill food yeah so the i mean that's the two categories barbecue and grill and i think the dividing line is whether basically whether you cover it in barbecue (laughs) sauce well that seems like a pretty uh good line in the sand right there and so just to give everybody clarity on on these categories a burger a steak hot dog, brat, those I put in the grill category. Agreed. Chuck, do you agree with that? Yep. So then over in the barbecue category, that's where you've got your ribs, your brisket, pulled pork, things that, you know, you you think of a, I'm trying to think of a chain barbecue restaurant, maybe like Famous Dave's. It's probably the biggest chain, Damon's, Chili's. Mm-hmm. Give me those baby, baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili's baby back baby ribs. Baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be clear, Chili's paid nothing for that beautiful moment of, of advertising. Of like and a 15-year-old campaign. <laughs> But if <laughs> this is my sales pitch, if you would like to pay for us to advertise your product rather than hope that we do it for free, Chuck, how do they get a hold of us? 
You can reach us at Twitter with the tag at Medium Rare B-Ball. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Medium Rare Basketball. Um, feel free to look us up on the web, www.mediumrarebasketball.com. And uh, you can find us here on the podcast on iTunes, um, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, um we're working on Spotify, but yeah, you pretty much can find us anywhere. So yeah, feel free I, to if, reach if, out. If you can't find this podcast, I'm I'm concerned about just how you're consuming content on well, your on your phone. It would definitely be can, a weird situation if you can't find this podcast, but yet you are listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's like you you live in an apartment with somebody across the hall that plays this really loud <laughs> yeah they just love <laughs> listening to us talk about food <laughs> and you're not upset you're like just like turn oh, it up man turn it up <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear it what did they say about brisket <laughs> what, what did they say how do i get a hold of this podcast we're also on soundcloud too i forgot to mention <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it and and if you just go to mediumrarebasketball.com, we we post the links there as well. So you literally you have a better chance of not finding it than finding it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. And you know So Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Chuck, are you ready to roll out the matchups of the Elite 8 barbecue bracket? I am. Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> good try so ran out of spit <laughs> i'm just gonna go one seeds and i guess what two seeds or no mm-hmm. sure <laughs> um so the one seeds are brisket pulled pork ribs and chicken and then our two seeds are like texas hot sausage mm-hmm. um shrimp burnt ends and then a kebab Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be chicken or steak, which now that I'm thinking about it, isn't necessarily a barbecue thing, but in a sense it is. So, yeah, I, I think just to be transparent here with with our audience, we struggled to get to eight. Um, and and the, the point there is you can get to eight and you can get to 16 if you start throwing in the side dishes well you could get to 16 meats if you start taking in all the different cuts of like right. meat and stuff but these are the, right. the classic I, I think these eight other than i you need to explain to me what burnt ends are oh um, oh charles okay good <laughs> so, to know that's good to um, know i've literally never heard of that term so wow um <laughs> so, <laughs> That doesn't sound promising for its matchup. Uh, <laughs> well, you had it as a one seed. I had to kick it down to a two seed just because I'd never heard of it. Because <laughs> you never heard of it. <laughs> so do All you right, so disagree it, with those seeds or do you want to move no, stuff the, around the before we get going? Are, listen, the seeds are fine. Uh, just like regular college basketball, you know, you don't always get a perfect seating. And I don't mean that to be a passive aggressive jab. At, well, at you're telling seating. me you're gonna tell me a team I've literally never heard of the whole season is just gonna come out and be a one seed. 
How, how have you never heard of burn-ins? I'm just trying to hold an open forum here, my man. I I know you're holding an open forum, but if you're if you've been to any barbecue place of 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 note, dude, I frequent barbecue places. And and you're telling me you've never seen burnt ends on the menu? No. Wow. I literally now, have a great barbecue place in town, and they don't have burnt ends. To be fair. I, I pulled up the definition because I want it, want it to be official. But part of the definition is saying a traditional part of Kansas City barbecue. Oh, there it is. So that, that could be. Which, as we both know, Kansas City is the best barbecue on the planet. Is that Not... why you like the Kansas City Royals? Because you like their barbecue? You know, that is a sweeping generalization well you were Uh, on and off that bandwagon pretty quick so (laughs) no i mean seriously and and this isn't a kansas big 12 type of thing um kansas city i think is is the best barbecue in the country i've never been you've got to go down there uh anyone listening gates barbecue arthur bryant's q39 wow there's a there's a there's a place called LC's, which does great burn-ins, Chuck. Oh. If you wanted to, to learn what those are. And uh, maybe, Jack Stack. Maybe we'll do a, a live recording from uh, one of those places. We'd love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's always been tough when I visit Kansas City because, you know, I just listed off five. You want to go to all five, but you can't really have five different barbecue meals in the span <laughs> of three days. Yeah, you at least get three. Because you know, the, <coughs> the sneaky part about barbecue is not only is it red meat, but all that sauce is, is basically just sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <coughs> so you can, you can put on like 15 pounds in three days going to Kansas City. Well, definitely we'll have to keep that in mind. <laughs> So, um, I guess let's just hop right into it. Yeah. Our first matchup is going to be uh, brisket versus uh, Texas hot sausage. Does that sound like a good place to start? I like it. Okay. Let me uh, hit me with what you got. So, brisket versus Texas hot sausage? Yep. Man, brisket to me is is just... It is as strong in this field as BLT or the Reuben was in the sandwich field. I mean, brisket is incredible. You can have it on a sandwich. You can have it just as the meat. You know, it needs a it needs a good sauce. I I would say, but it's it's just a great meat. Texas hot sausage. I like it, but that's almost a like. That's almost like an accident every time I order it, where where they're like, you know, you could add a second meat. For, yeah, it for just a, comes on the side. Right? And you're just like, ah, ah, Texas hot sausage. And so it's it's hard for me to think that it could beat brisket, which is what I ordered. And I'm, <laughs> I'm arguing that, that the panic, the panicked add-on could somehow beat the main main dish. That's a very hard argument to make. Chuck, are you going to make that argument? You know, 
I think brisket is the classic barbecue meat. You know, I think it's the the number one overall seed on this list. Mm-hmm. I think that when you think barbecue, you think brisket. But and ribs and, and, and ribs. to be fair, and ribs. Okay, sure. <laughs> but I want to say, taste wise, I think I like to have the upset surprise when. So I don't order Texas hot sausage that often. Okay. But when okay. I do, it's always a fantastic surprise. Chuck, you are treading into some very dangerous waters here. I'm just trying to say that. Right. I order brisket nine times out of ten. I know what to expect. You know, it's kind of that thing that you get. You know, like when I go to a pizza place, I always order the first time I ever go to a pizza place. I I always order the same pizza to you know rank it against all yeah. the other pizza. You know, brisket. What, what is that pizza? Just pepperoni. Yeah, perfect. Good man. <laughs> Um, now, don't get me wrong, like pepperoni, bacon, banana pepper, that's the perfect combination yeah. of three ingredients. But Right. Um, so brisket is that for me at a barbecue restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, man, that Texas hot sausage, I just think the surprise flavor, it so, has so much flavor in it. And then you throw in some like tangy, like open pit with a Texas hot sausage. <laughs> I just think it's a great combination, man. It's like, I think the reason that I'm advocating for it is because I want to see this, you know, that surprise team pull off the upset. The UMBCs of the world taking Mm -hmm. down the briskets. Look, I, I need to try the best Texas hot sausage because I've tried some of the best brisket in the world <laughs> oh wow if, <laughs> if you if you prescribe to the the theory that kansas city is the barbecue capital of the country of, of, of the world then yes i have had some of the best brisket okay i have i have not really had texas hot sausage in texas and so okay. again listeners any of our texas listeners we want a list yeah let us know. We want to know, you know, why why we're wrong about this if if we do end up choosing brisket and where we need to go in Texas to to try the best punch that a uh, 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 hot sausage has. I think my my argument and I'm going to leave it here is that okay. I think the flavors you get in a hot sausage are more unique than flavors that you get in brisket. Okay. And that is what I think. I'm going to say Texas hot sausage pulls the major upset of this bracket and beats brisket. Okay. Well, my vote, I, I can't join you on that. I am, <laughs> I am pro brisket. And if you're committed to, you know, seeing the UMBC of, of barbecue upsets and that's your vote, then we have to have a tiebreaker. Yeah, and I guess what would that tiebreaker be? I don't know, Chuck. <laughs> it's hard to say that, uh, you know, 
which would win in a fight. I so here's here's something I want to propose. And okay, maybe if the go ahead. If this up if this upsets people because they're like, hey, for sandwich you were always saying you know the best sandwich, the best version of that sandwich. What I want to know, and what I want to propose here is. If I'm going to an average barbecue place and I'm getting an average plate of brisket and an average thing of Texas hot sausage, which is better at its average? (laughs) (laughs) So not at its worst, because I think that's a weird, that's a weird line of logic, but at its absolute average at the two and a half stars on Yelp barbecue place, which is the better dish? Well, I think if you go, like, yeah, two and a half stars on Yelp, whatever, I guess I would have to say that you would hope, you know, going back to our logic earlier, that the two and a half stars would at least get the brisket right. Mm-hmm. You know, they would probably negate other things. Or neglect, sorry. Mm-hmm. So, I guess brisket probably would win. Because you would hope that the thing that people would want the most would be done right. Yeah, I feel like brisket at its worst is a beef jerky. And Italian (laughs) hot sausage at its worst is a hot dog. (laughs) But I would choose a hot dog over beef jerky. (laughs) I I would too. (laughs) So we're saying Italian hot sausage wins at its worst, loses at its mediocre, and ties at its best. (laughs) <laughs> which presents another that's like another tie um man i i just can't do it i i can't and and we have to decide this together but i i really can't see brisket losing in this first round well i'll concede because i realistically know that 95 percent of the people will vote brisket and I was just trying to hold an argument for Texas hot sausage. No, and you made one hell of an argument. You know, we went we went to the the average versus average, um, but I think we would lose all sorts of credibility. And 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 what's different with the the Texas hot sausage versus the the turkey sandwich is we didn't have this like surprise Texas hot sausage dish. In the same way that the turkey sandwich had the Thanksgiving dish. Well, see, in all of these things, they don't really have... They, they're they what they are on the surface. Mm-hmm. You know, none of these are like... They can throw a surprise at you. Other than the fact that I have no clue what burnt ends are. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, well, brisket moves on to the second round. Okay, so our next matchup is going to be... Uh, Pulled pork versus the kebab. Wow. And see, you want to start this one out? Well, I'm just looking at it, and it's like pulled pork is basically the poor man's brisket almost. <laughs> I mean, those are fighting words, but continue. I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. they're usually served exactly the same. At most barbecue places, you know, the shredded variety. Um, right. 
And you know the kebab has a secret weapon here in its in its vegetables. Right the 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 onions the green peppers definitely more variety. You know throwing throwing some red potatoes on that kebab. Right could be steak could be chicken could be like a teriyaki glaze. It's got to have barbecue on it in to be right (laughs) to be in this. To actually make it into this this qualifying. <laughs> hey, look, we had to put something else on here. But I think you're right. Where you know beef brisket is is the the top the top choice. Pulled pork is like the poor man's beef brisket, and then pulled chicken <laughs> is the poor man's pulled pork. pork. Well, see, I decided instead of doing pulled chicken to do like chicken like legs or like. You know, breasts or something like that. But we'll get to that. Right. Right. I think um, I, in in this thing, I think I would go with the kebab because, like I said, you're going to get a variety of flavor instead of just having the meat in barbecue sauce like you do with brisket. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of am with you on that, and it's kind of like the the Kentucky Arizona matchup that you see in the bracket. Yep. Like you're like, oh man, brisket pulled pork, that's gonna be such a great game. Pulled pork has so much to prove, like and you get so obsessed with that matchup. But I think you overlook there there's a lot of flaws to a pulled pork sandwich. Well, I think when you compare it to brisket, yes. Pulled pork on its own is great. Right. But I like. I think that's fair. I like the variety that a kebab gives you. I like the like you know what you're gonna get out of a pulled pork sandwich. You know, a kebab could surprise you. You know, like think of that Syracuse team this year. You know, no one gave them a chance going in, and then all of a sudden, something clicked and the zone worked, and they just figured it out until they. They crashed, but, you know, they had a good run there. Right. And I think, you know, the kebab is going to come out, play that 2-3 zone, and really it's got to prove something, beat pulled pork, and, you know, <laughs> right. go up against well, the heavy hitter. You know, I, I think the biggest controversy with, with the kebab is the fact that it made it into this field to begin with. Exactly. You see, and, the parallels are there. And and yeah, and it's it's interesting because you know if you it's, if you took hamburger, if you took steak, and you put it into this field, it, it would probably make a run too. It's a completely different style, com- completely different. It almost reminds me of like uh, like Wichita State joining the American <laughs> League. Yeah, just <laughs> throwing the wrench into everything, right? And like they can compete with Cincinnati and. Uh, Who's who's the second second best team in there? Uh, Houston this yeah, year. Yeah, Houston. But like they can't be cocky because kebab could lose to pulled chicken. Yeah, you know when it's just you you got the right matchups and uh, mm-hmm. just looking at it, you know, pulled pork is like the Tom Izzo to Mike Shashevsky's Duke. <laughs> you know they got that going for them too. I'm riding this metaphor. That it, it just can't beat brisket. No, that, that the kebab oh. is the Syracuse of the tournament. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I think like the kebab, and I don't know if we want to make this an actual factor, but a kebab is is fun too. You know, having having everything on the um, the stick. Yeah, the <laughs> stick the, just adds. The yeah. stick is a fun adder. Yeah. Okay, so are we going with so kebab? I'm, I'm on the same pa- I'm on the same page. I, I'm awesome. fine with that choice. So we're gonna have kebab versus brisket. Yeah, an unexpected final four matchup. Okay, so next we'll do uh, ribs versus shrimp. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, ribs versus shrimp. So. My first reaction is this is a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, I like shrimp just fine, but come on, man! Like, yeah, that's a no brainer. Yeah, I, again, I I'm, I'm with you. I love I love barbecued shrimp. I love shrimp out on the grill. There's another. There's a similar dynamic here of like I would order a thing of ribs, and then the waiter would be like, "Do you want six shrimp of on course. the side?" It's like, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, so what no, we I found mean, out so far is that two of our eight teams are better side dishes to <laughs> two of the other eight teams. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like they, they want to reclassify. They're they're like uh, they're like the high school senior who who could leave. Like he technically could leave, but it's like, why don't you just stay another year in high school and, and come in? As an old eighteen-year-old, <laughs> and because yeah. yeah, no shrimp and the the Texas hot sausage, <laughs> which did win or almost won. Sorry, yeah, almost won. Yeah, I'd love to see what they would do against you know collard greens and and baked beans. Man, that's a, I think there's more variety in the side dishes than there are in oh. the meats category. Hundred percent. Maybe we'll come back to that someday. Yeah. I will say the only downside for ribs is the mess. Yes. I mean, fair like, point. Don't get me wrong. In my home court, give me the mess, baby. <laughs> right. Give me that messy, just face covered, and just let me go to town. But on yeah. the road, I'm scared of the mess. Pump the brakes. Give me a fork, a knife, a bunch of napkins. Like, I don't <laughs> right. want to embarrass myself. Yeah, I mean, that that does play a factor. Like, if you were, you know, meeting Kaylin's parents for the first time, and you're at a barbecue restaurant, you're probably going to say, I, I'm just going to get a thing of brisket, I'm going to eat it with a fork, and that's that's it. I mean, it takes some courage. It takes some courage to get the ribs. Yeah, and I think... I think shrimp plays better at the barbecue restaurant than the ribs do. Well, I'm not saying taste-wise. I'm saying, like, because of the mess factor. Well, and and you're right on that because if you look at the menu, too, the the beef brisket, it's like, all right, beef brisket sandwich, $8. Pulled pork sandwich, $9. Uh, barbecue rib, half a slab for twenty five, <laughs> exactly, or full slab for six hundred dollars. Man, like, have you ever? I mean, I know you're joking, but have you ever ordered a full slab of ribs out 
you have to like you have to like sell your car in the parking in the parking lot. You also have to be ready for a time commitment. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. like okay, everybody goes around orders sandwiches, and it's like it's like that guy who orders dessert after everybody's done. Yeah, right. You know what? I'll take the full rack of ribs. We'll be here for a while. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be in. I mean, yeah, a normal meal is is a half a slab of ribs, but it, it's tricky. It's almost like the to, to tie it back to Subway again. Um, a six inch sub at Subway is not enough, but a foot long sub is is kind of pathetic. Like yeah, and half the time I eat it anyway, and I feel like crap at the end. Yeah, like if you're if you're eating a foot long meatball sub in one sitting, that's that's way too much. Yeah. So I think I think it's tricky with the ribs. You're absolutely right. If you're in a restaurant, there's the price factor, the napkin factor. At home, you're. You just you wet a you wet a paper towel and you're good. Yeah, I mean as money as much as ribs don't play well on the road, I just think they get the close to home matchup here that makes it easy for them to roll over shrimp. Yeah, and uh, one one other thing. So the the tough part about shrimp is, I feel like six to nine shrimp is kind of what the order always is. It's never enough. It's never enough, but at the same time, like, I don't want to eat 20 shrimp. Exactly. So, I don't know. I, I think it was pretty convincing for barbecue. Uh, maybe like a, maybe like they won by 20, but weirdly had more turnovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty comfortable win. Well, I guess that brings us to the uh, dream matchup here right at the end. <laughs> Burnt ends versus some sort of chicken. I'll let you Is pick that... the chicken. Yeah. So so is this like chicken wing or, or chicken th- leg? Or... I'm thinking like you get a 20-pack th- of chicken legs. Okay. And you slather them in barbecue sauce and throw them on the grill. So the the definition of burn-ins, burn-ins are flavorful pieces of meat cut from the point half of a smoked brisket. A traditional part of Kansas City barbecue, burn-ins are considered a delicacy in barbecue cooking. So it's just brisket. So what it is is it's kind of like... the fatty part of the brisket. Um, another thing here, there are 520 calories in a six ounce serving of burn ends. Mm. 47% fat. Wow. So these are, these are an extremely juicy part of the, the brisket. Um, it, it's basically you, you take your brisket and uh, kind of carve off the, the pieces of, of fat or the pieces near the fat put that on a sandwich or put on that on a plate and that's what burn ends are so i think the one of the big factors here is the the calorie count for chicken <laughs> it's like 80 <laughs> calories for like a drum right. like a leg 
I'll, I'll round right. it up to 100 because you put barbecue sauce on it. Yeah. So I could have five chicken legs for one six-ounce thing of well, burn ends. <laughs> I, I don't think – I don't think – calories should factor into a a barbecue discussion no i'm just trying to hold an open forum no you're you're holding an open forum but you're treating it like you've got a like a a thing of tokens (laughs) (laughs) that you're you're trying to uh trying to map out and and see if you could actually you know i i can only spend 200 calories here (laughs) well for you it just depends on what time of day I didn't get it, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; those burn ends sound delicious. Yeah, no i I'm a big advocate for for burn ends. I think they're they're right up there with with uh, with brisket. Um, so you're saying that the the brisket is comparable to the brisket. The brisket is comparable to the brisket, you said? Yeah, burnt ends are just brisket. (laughs) Well, true, true. That's a good distinction to make. But it's a a specific cut of the brisket. Um, I I can't think of a good basketball analogy for it, but what what it's kind of like is like those old school Pittsburgh Steelers versus Baltimore Ravens games. Okay. Where brisket, brisket and burn ends are just incredibly tough. Like those are intense, slug it out type of games, um, and and when they're playing head to head, it's just you know a, an absolute battle. Ten people are gonna foul out. It's a they play each other you know twice during the year and then once in the conference tournament. Always, always worth a watch. I think that burn ends. They, they they defeat whatever whatever strand of chicken you're throwing out on the grill. Well, chicken is more classic than burn ends. It says something that I literally have never heard about it. I I think that's worth noting. Is that like a to me it reminds me of um like a team out west that I never see play that some guy <laughs> at work just tells me is great. But I, I don't see them because they play at 10 o'clock at night. And so it, it, it comes down to is is that team Nevada or is that team St. Mary's, you know? <laughs> exactly. And I don't know. But, I just think chicken is, the, is one of the classics. So what I'm, I'm, what I'm willing to do is advance chicken. I don't have a problem with that advanced chicken to to the next round but similar to the the texas thing if people have a a burn-in suggestion preferably in indianapolis i gotta believe that there is a place that serves burn-ins oh please i'll go i'll record from there i'll get their chicken i'll get their burn-ins and that'll be the decider and same thing with chicago um underrated whole foods Believe it or not, as an incredible uh, burn-ins dish. Whole, whole Foods serves like ordered barbecue, food? barbecue. Yeah, like you can sit down and eat in Whole Foods. Oh yeah, 
Wow, that must be a nice luxury. The the line between a grocery store and a bar is shrinking by the day. <laughs> shrinking by the day. So our final four is brisket, ribs, kebab, and chicken. Right, and kebab will be playing brisket. And chicken will be playing ribs. Which I kind of like. It's I kind of think of brisket and ribs as, as similar, and then kebab and chicken as, as similar. I kind of like how that worked out. Yeah, I do too. Um, you know, I already think I know where I'll go. <laughs> um, well, I think that's I think that's a good stopping point for for this episode. Um, I think we can finish up the final four next week. Yeah. I like the, I like the the format we're kind of rolling out, doing half and half, and yeah. you know banter at the beginning. I think it it's working out nice. Um, I know that for our you know however many listeners, thank you for sticking with us. But we do have some kind of exciting news. Um, we have partnered with a site called theprosclub.com. It is a uh, podcast network for former and current athletes that want to create their own podcasts um so uh check out the prosclub.com for the latest podcast from current and former pro athletes follow them on twitter at the pros club and the pros club on facebook for exclusive content and if you are interested in hosting your own podcast email the pros club at gmail.com and uh, get in touch with them, and they'll uh, work with you on creating your own podcast. All right, so make sure to check that out. They have a lot of good shows already. Uh, former Kansas Jayhawk player Scott Pollard has a show, Planet Pollard. Make sure to check that out. We appreciate he's he's given us some some retweets here and there. So shout out Scott Pollard. Shout out 1997 Kansas Jayhawks. Still remember. <laughs> One of the great teams of all time, Chuck. Let me hear it. <laughs> so well, I guess sure. I'll have to go read the book. Well, look, they listen not to bring up twenty-year-old history, <laughs> but this is—they lost one game during the regular season, and that was in overtime. And then they lost to that historic Arizona team that beat three number one seeds: Mike Bibby, Miles Simon. I still think about that twice or maybe three times a week. Wow. That's burnt deep. That one, that was a burn end. (laughs) But the burn ends are good. Time will tell, Chuck. Time will tell. (laughs) 